Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. In the marshlands of central Florida. It's the Riley and Kimmy show. A heavy, ominous stillness falls over the swamp. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's where we are. We're in the swamp. That's right. It's a Riley and Kimmy show, episode 397 underway. I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me in the swamp is... Kimmy! I got one name. Kimmy! She seems nice. You don't. That's true. I don't seem nice because I am not nice. She is the nice one. Welcome to this episode, and we talk about the thing we talk about on every episode, and that is nerd stuff, pop culture, geek stuff, freak stuff, horror, science fiction, comic books, and so much more. If this is your first venture down the rabbit hole, welcome to our world. It's a scary world, but you do not need a straitjacket in our world, and you don't have to worry about something called electroconvulsive therapy, or otherwise known as shock therapy. Shock therapy is not required for the Riley and Kimmy show. But you know what we are? We're sort of like the shock therapy for the big bad world. That's right. We are the escape from everything that is just nasty. You know, think of Kimmy and I as sort of like the, well, she's sort of like Alice in Wonderland. And I'm sort of like the Mad Hatter or maybe the March Hare. Wait a minute. I'd rather be the Mad Hatter. I don't know. That Mar- Although the March Hare does have some fun throwing, uh, you know, uh, teacups and and kettles and and that stuff doesn't he Mm -hmm. smashing them and stuff you you know our good friend Phoenicia, i bet she's kind of upset with that march hair don't you think Mm. because Phoenicia is probably the biggest the largest consumer and collector of tea related items and drinking tea itself that i know of on planet earth Mm -hmm. so i bet she hates that march hair Mm. kind of even though i doubt she hates anything she's you know kind of an angel but you know, so I'll have to be the Mad Hatter because I don't want Phoenicia mad at me. Mm. And I'm probably more Mad Hatterish than that, right? Than mm-hmm. the hair. Although, I am not the Mad Hatter from the Batman TV series from the 1960s. Ew. No. Although, you know what? I dig that costume of that Mad Hatter. Matter of fact, that action figure has just been released in Mego uh, style, and I'm looking for it. I thought it was supposed to be in comic book stores the last uh, Wednesday in release. I thought previews had it uh, uh, marked that it was out. Checked uh, one of my favorite comic book stores. They didn't have it, and I am looking for that. Now, way back when, in the 1960s, that Mad Hatter costume, I think it's kind of cool. And I would love, because his hat, he he wore a top hat, Mm -hmm. and it would pop open, and these little bitty weird-looking eyeballs would pop out, and then he'd hypnotize somebody. Mm. Oh, yeah, you need that. Yes, I do. Well, don't you think that would be kind of a fun thing to cosplay as? <laughs> I think it would. I think, it, you know, I, I don't think I'd stand out, do you? <laughs> do you? Now, come on. You're right, Kimmy. I. You never stand out. That's right. I, I don't want to stand You're a out. Wall. I'm a wallflower. Yes, that's yeah, me. That's, I, that's what you are. Yes, I am a wallflower. I don't want to stand out at all. Now, <laughs> all kidding aside, by the way, uh, if you want to see how well I'm going to stand out, uh, as I posted on social media, th- I am so happy before sitting down for episode 397, my final accessory to my attire, my wacky attire that I'm going to be wearing 
in Jacksonville, Florida for a Retro-Rama pop culture convention that's coming up. Uh, it arrived. It came. The final piece. Now I have everything. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's out there. It, you know, is that right? Mm-hmm. Now, as I pointed out, because Ed from uh, Retro-Rama said, oh, boy, it's, it's now getting exciting. When I made a comment about uh, the attire, I said, well, you know, individuals who attended the Delan Collectible Show thought I tested their color vision with what I wore. I guarantee I'm going to take it up a notch. No, two or three notches. Hmm. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Uh, I I do. Matter of fact, I think you're going to be scared to be around me, Kimmy. Mm. That's one of the feelings I have about that that big event so welcome to 397 see what you get you get all kinds of crazy stuff here so if this is your first time you know i hope you make it a second third and fourth and just continual thing and by the way i'd like to say hello to nick our uh, new friend to the riley and kimmy show out in california uh check out episode 396 we talk about his involvement in a batman forever project and you can find out how you can help time is of the essence but uh, big thank you to Nick uh, for becoming a friend to the Riley and Kimmy show and for saying some very nice things about us. And uh, I am deeply, uh, you know, just uh, happy about that. Mm-hmm. So aren't you going to welcome help, uh, help them out? Yes. 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 Help them out. Aren't you going to welcome Nick to the welcome? Yes. Welcome Nick to the show. I'm starting my own convention. There is no reason to start your own convention because mm-hmm. there is a convention going to be happening in Florida real soon on Sunday, February 8th. It's going to be happening. It's called Retro-Rama. Now, Kimmy, to our friends who are listening up north, way up north, on Monday, it was my favorite holiday. It was Groundhog Day. Mm -hmm. I love Groundhog Day. It's my favorite holiday since moving to Florida because Groundhog Day does not mean a darn thing to anybody that lives in Florida. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't. You know, but when we were way up in the tundra, it did. And, you know, I have have so many... uh, experiences with Groundhog Day, having broadcast from Groundhog Day, you know, places. I matter of fact, I even broadcast from the backup groundhog to Punxsutawney Phil. There's a backup groundhog to Punxsutawney Phil in Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, Jimmy the Groundhog. Yes, I interviewed Jimmy the Groundhog. I'll never forget that experience being with Jimmy the Groundhog and people actually uh, in furry suits dressed like the groundhog and had groundhog hats on and and they start groundhogging at 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm. I think they've been kind of hitting the groundhog juice early, like that, that night, you know, before. Mm-hmm. You know, so a lot of groundhogging going on. And, you know, so I have a lot of memories of groundhogging when it was colder than you you know what. Mm. Like I was living on the planet uh, Hoth uh, in uh, Empire Strikes Back or Pluto. Uh, well, actually, it's not a planet. Planetoid Pluto. Something like that. You know, it was cold. So... You know, moving to Florida, it doesn't really matter except for one thing. You can just go, ha, to everybody else that it does matter to. Now, here's the key. The groundhog didn't smile favorably to everybody up north the way I understand it. Right, Kimmy? That's right. That's what I heard. Now, what did, what happened? He, what, he saw his shadow, didn't see his shadow. How to work here? He saw his shadow. And that means... Six more weeks of winter. Okay, so you in the north, my friends, my nerd buddies and geek buddies way up north, like in places in Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, the Dakotas, I have friends, Illinois, places like that. Those of you that the groundhog basically took a whiz on, yes, he whizzed on you, he took a wee on you, I have good news for you. There's a way to thaw out, and that is come on down to Florida and you know what? There's plenty of time here to book a flight, 
maybe hitch a ride, get on a train, uh, you know, play hobo, however you want to, head to Florida, go to a truck stop and say, hey, trucker, you going south? Breaker, breaker. <laughs> Can I go with you? You know, anything to get to Florida, because if you come on down on Sunday, February 8th, you will thaw out in Jacksonville, Florida at Retro-Rama, a pop culture collectible show. And Kimmy has some information going on about this fantastic, fun event. And I should add one word, Kimmy. Warm event. For mm. those of you that need to thaw out, mm-hmm. she has some information about, uh, well, some celebrities and things going on, like uh, somebody from The Walking Dead. Yes, Lou Temple, Axel from The Walking Dead, will be there. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, season premiere, or mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead, will be occurring Sunday, February 8th. Just so happens when Lou Temple is in Jacksonville. How convenient. Get your picture taken with somebody from The Walking Dead. You will be the envy of people going to, uh, when you go to work on Monday or maybe back to school, say, hey, catch that with Walking Dead episode. And they'll go, yeah, I sure did. And go, hey, I got something you don't. I got a picture with somebody from The Walking Dead. You will score points. Mm-hmm. You will be that it person wherever you are. And yeah. there's some other people that'll be there as well, too, right? Some horror individuals from uh, classic, uh, like, Hammer Horror, right? Yes, Hammer Horror Queens, Veronica Carlson, and Susanna Lee now, will that's gonna, be there. That is going to be really fun because I love the uh, vintage uh, horror films also. I mean, I go way back, you know, to the silent era of uh, Universal and stuff, but uh, when it comes to Hammer, I love the Peter Cushing and the Christopher Lee days, and that just so happens to be what they they you know revolve around right there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It'll be fun talking to them. I guarantee that. And there's plenty of others that are going to be there too, like Arch Hall Jr. Arch Hall Jr. will be fun. I guarantee it. Uh, he's got a wide background from you know performing. Uh, he's got musical talent and also uh, acting in the 60s and involvement. Actually, his father was uh, in film as well. I'm sure he's got stories about that. And he is an author and a pilot. I mean, what a what a background mm-hmm. when you think about it. And there is a Wizard of Oz expert, too. Ron Baxley Jr. will be there talking about Oz and Wonderland. This guy, I can, you know, I could spend 10 minutes at least just talking about all the books that he has written Wizard of Oz based and uh, Wonderland based, but I don't have to do that because we have a link to all those right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. So if you love the Wizard of Oz, uh, Wonderland, I even have a feeling uh, he can probably talk a little bit about that uh, TV show that's on ABC, Once Upon a Time. I just Mm -hmm. have a feeling. And he also collects nerd things, sort of like uh, Mr. Potato Head. So you know he's one of us, Mm -hmm. and he'll be fun there. Now, what kind of items, speaking of Mr. Potato Head, I have a feeling you might be able to find a Mr. Potato Head there. Although, by the way, that is banned from my uh, bat cave because of Kimmy. She's anti-Mr. Potato Head. No, I'm not. Oh, yes, you are. Okay, so if I find a Mr. Potato Head that is of my liking... He can he can come back to the Batcave. Is that uh, what you're saying? Anyway, some of the things that you might find are some quality vintage toys, dolls, some models, comics, G.I. Joe's. Wait a minute. Are you talking 12-inch G.I. Joe's? Sure. Whoa. Yeah. I want to find a talking 12-inch G.I. Joe. Music, Star Wars, games, TV and movie memorabilia, Barbies, posters, Legos, Disneyana, and so much more. Wow. Yes. Now, this will be fantastic. Now, I just, when uh, we attended a uh, convention not that long ago in Deland, Florida, 
and uh, Retro-Rama had a representative there. Very nice individual who was there, and had some of the things that uh, Retro-Rama itself collects, and boy, you know what I was playing that day with? Well, you weren't really paying attention because you were meeting and greeting people, and I was out interviewing some individuals at that time, or actually I was running amok, sort of like the Frankenstein monster, waiting for the villagers to be chasing him with pitchforks and uh, lit torches. Yes, I was heading towards that windmill. Uh-oh. Anyhow, I ended up at the Retro-Rama booth, and I was playing with phasers. He had, or they had, a ton of Star Trek phasers from just about every type of Star Trek, you know, show there's ever been and movie. I was I was pretending I was on the Enterprise for a little bit. Mm. And there's plenty of other things, too, that'll be uh, sure. there, right? Costume contests, oh. trivia contests, wow. with cash prizes, wow, uh, celebrity panels, musical performances, and door prizes, and uh, many, many more surprises. Wow. Now, that is a lot of stuff going on that's happening yes. in Florida at uh, Jacksonville at the Retro-Rama Collectible Show. And Kimmy mentioned the uh, trivia contest. Mickey Copa of Live Prize Trivia of Jacksonville will be hosting something they like to call the Great Pop Culture Trivia Showdown. Now, I wonder if we should have Western music there going, you know, sort of like uh, when those gunfighters faced each other in the... In this... Yeah. There you go. There you go. I love it. See, Kimmy dances. See, she sings, and she's my sound effects expert. Wow. Now, you can test your geek knowledge against your peers in a no-holds-barred trivia tournament. Winners will receive $150 in prizes. So bring your skills to the table and may the best nerd win. Also, that uh, cosplay contest, costume contest is going on. I really urge individuals to uh, go to this. Now, you may never have... Uh, participated in a costume contest in your life. Now, what's kind of interesting, one of Kimmy's co-workers, uh, the, well, before we set down the 397, uh, was talking about her uh, companion wants to go to a big convention. Yeah, a big convention in Orlando a little bit later on called Megacon. And he is trying to urge her and uh, a little one to dress up in cosplay. Mm-hmm. Now, this would be a good thing for her to cosplay for the first time at this event, mm-hmm. you know, because let's face it, Megacon is a big convention. Now, yes. I can't imagine cosplaying for the very first time at Megacon. Can you? Mm. Although you did. Mm-hmm. Yes, you did at one time. But, and, and, you know, that might be a little intimidating, right? Mm. It could be, right? And she's never done this before at all, right? It's no. my understanding. Mm-mm. So this will be perfect for somebody like your friend and be perfect for her companion because, you know, he's going to get to cosplay. Mm-hmm. And then he will be able to, you know, hopefully uh, convince her to do this for three days at Megacon down mm-hmm. the road. So this is great for those who have never cosplayed before. Come on to the, you know, pop culture event happening with Retro-Rama in Jacksonville, Florida. Participate. It will be fun. I guarantee the one thing about all the cosplayers we know, they get along with everybody and they encourage newbies and they help newbies. Mm-hmm. Right. We know an excellent cosplayer in Deland, Florida. Uh, I call him the professor of cosplay. He actually teaches a class to uh, high school students at a local library on cosplay mm-hmm. and how to, you know, design costumes and things like that. Very good friend, and he will, you know, help you out. So you don't have to be intimidated because, by the way, his stuff looks good. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, you don't have to sit and go, I, I don't want to do it because he's really better than me. Don't worry about that. Put a paper bag over your head and use crayons and a marker if you have to and design something you know i did that years ago when i mean long time ago right i designed my own batman outfit when i was a kid mm. I, I eventually i moved up to using a hoodie and then uh using and sewed the cowl i made my own cowl mm. yeah but before that i used a i used a brown paper bag and then cut the ears out and glued them on 
Okay. So, hey, be creative, right? Mm-hmm. That's all it's all about. And it's the fun part. And it's an expression, an expressive type thing. So, you know, there's so many ways to cosplay. And, and you, can, you can just have fun. You can also wear makeup and things like that. Or, you know, we know a furry. A person really into the, you know, wearing the fursuits and stuff like that. And they are so gifted. They won at uh, Nerdtropolis Comic Book Store at their uh, big anniversary event last year. I have a feeling they might be at this event. And who knows what kind of creature they're going to go as. So there's a wide range of things you can be. It could be anything from sci-fi, horror, whatever, just, uh, you know, pop culture based. You could be a zombie. You could be a zombie. And you know what? You fit right in with the Walking Dead individuals there. You could be a vampire because of the Hammer people. Mm -hmm. Oh, I mean, what else? You could be be a, a Disney character. Mm-hmm. Or you could be a princess, I'm mm-hmm. sure, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's no limits here. Once Upon a Time, we mentioned. You like the Once Upon a Time show? There's plenty of characters you could be there. Or, hey, Wizard of Oz expert's going to be there. The author of Wizard of Oz. What character could you be from Wizard of Oz? Is there one you would want to be? Dorothy, right? We kind of said that's mm-hmm. probably the one you would yep. want to be. Yeah, Kimmy want to be Dorothy. So you could go, you could go as Dorothy, have Toto with you, the whole thing, or you'd be the lion or whatever. Or, you know, Wonderland we just mentioned. You could go as the Mad Hatter or Alice or uh, the March Hare or the Queen of Hearts. Mm-hmm. It, it's unlimited. Star Trek, you love Star Trek, you could be Spock. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the limits, or Star Wars just around the corner. Hey, I'm hearing the call of the Jedi's. You mm-hmm. could be a Jedi. You could be a Vader. You could be whatever. You get the point, and it's open to all ages. It'll be a fun event, and that is at Retro Rama Collectibles. We have a link right on our website. You can find out more. Just go right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And Kimmy, you are looking forward to this, right? Oh yes. I mean, I can't yes. wait. I wish it was Sunday right now. Emergency. Batman speaking. Warning all of you to brace yourselves for big news. The biggest. Tell them, Robin. Holy surprises, Batman. It's really exciting. Yes, it is. It's really exciting. Now, Kimmy, somebody we met at a convention in Tampa is, well, putting his magical hands on something Batman-related. Any clue who the writer is? Somebody who was an idol of mine in my childhood and I love in my adulthood as well. I have a photo with. You took it. Mm. You don't remember, do you? Interesting. Comicbook.com reports veteran comic book writer Marv Wolfman has a written... You remember him? Mm -hmm. You remember Marv Wolfman? Has written a novelization of the upcoming video game Batman Arkham Knight. According to an initial report by GameSpot, Marv Wolfman announced the novel via Facebook saying, quote, Well, I can finally tell folks what I've been working on these past months in total secrecy, even from my dog. I wrote the official novelization for Arkham Knight based on the upcoming video game and had a ball doing it, unquote. Now, the novel is now listed for pre-sale on Amazon.com. We have a link to that right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. And guess what? Yes, I have already pre-ordered that, uh, you know, because it's Marv Wolfman. Now, the Amazon listing does show the novel's release date for July 7th. Now, the game's release date is still slated for June. It has not been bumped that we know of yet. Now, Batman Arkham Knight is the final game in Rocksteady's Batman Arkham series and sees Batman going up against a united front of rogues led by the Scarecrow, as well as a new villain, the Arkham Knight. Now, Batman Arkham Knight is officially scheduled for release on June 2nd. And this will be kind of a nice complimentary piece, I'm sure, with it. Marv Wolfman... Uh, has written stuff for movies and things like that, from comic books before. The uh, Superman Returns uh, novelization to the movie, you remember, with Brandon Routh, mm-hmm. uh, he did. And 
the book, it's one of those, if you can find it, I'm sure it's out of print now, but uh, which I have in my collection, if you can find it, it makes that movie make sense because it, obviously there were things that they cut out. We know that they cut out the Krypton scene uh, where he goes back to the planet. You also find out what Marv Wolfman wrote of why on Earth uh, he actually went off planet Earth to Krypton, why he believed Krypton was still there. And you realize, which was cut from the movie, is that Lex Luthor had manipulated the whole thing. He had orchestrated the whole thing to get Superman off planet Earth because he figured he would die. He mm-hmm. would be dead. That's why he shot kind of, he's come back. And, you know, he figured, you know, he would get out of uh, the Huskow. His plan was, you know, to get out of prison and there would be no Superman. Mm-hmm. And they, kind of, they, they should have had those elements in that movie. It made it better, even though the movie was weak because of other things. Uh, it would at least make more sense in certain things. Well, you can find out really maybe how that movie could have been just by finding that book. It's worth checking out. That's Marv Wolfman. And if you have an opportunity to ever meet Marv Wolfman at a convention, please take the time and do so. He is so important in the world of nerdum and comic books, uh, a force in both universes of Marvel and DC, uh, and a very nice human being he's not arrogant you know there are stories of certain artists and things that are involved that are they're, they're part of the, the the stellar group if you will those are you know big and big names of either the silver and bronze age and modern age that some are unapproachable in ways they are there you wonder why they are at an event because they don't seem to really enjoy it and you know they're, they're not the nicest of human beings at times um but you know the reason they're there is to get paid that's what it comes across. Marv Wolfman is one who is not like that at all. He's very nice, warm, passionate. George Perez is another, mm-hmm. they, they, and which is just kind of bizarre when I threw George out because they've worked together over the years with Teen Titans and other projects as well. Um, both individuals, if you ever have an opportunity to meet them, do so. Marv Wolfman, uh, you know, I've met him multiple times, and uh, he meeting him the first and even the second time almost brings me to tears because. Uh, he takes me back to my childhood when things were not very good. And Marv Wolfman, because of his writing and characters that he created, uh, he actually, uh, you know, was a, a glimmer of light in a very dark world for me. And I shared to him exactly what I'm talking about. And uh, with my last time I met him, and it was pretty cool. And I got a photo with him, and I'll cherish that forever so if you get a chance to check him out matter of fact you know get his book uh, you know we got that link right on our website which is rileyandkimmy.com i love this city and i see it going to hell sometimes i think this place is cursed but i won't let it fall apart without a fight citizens of gotham we will not we cannot let these killers and these robbers and these rapists and these thugs... Well, Gotham, uh, there might be some changes actually coming to Gotham here in the very near future. Now, Kimmy has not really been a well, passionate Gotham viewer. You sort of catch Gotham sporadically, be the best way to put it, correct? Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, I have Gotham on the DVR that you, have not, you haven't even watched. I don't even think you're that interested really right now of uh, checking it out, correct? Mm. Well, Fox's Batman prequel, Gotham... We'll have no shortage of Easter eggs in coming weeks as the show prepares to introduce the eventual parents of Robin. That's right, Dick Grayson, as well as a version of the supervillain 
the Scarecrow. And as we recorded this, there was sort of, uh, well, it was the Scarecrow's dad that was in it. Okay, I won't spoil it for Kimmy or anybody else. Uh, it's something maybe to check out if that's of interest to you. Also, the Red Hood will be making an appearance. But the big question is, what about a certain individual, a certain villain, the big villain, the ultimate villain in the world of Batman? And that is the Joker. Hello, kiddies. Meet the Joker. Well, although executive producer Bruno Heller initially planned to wait a while longer to introduce Batman's most famous nemesis, he now says that viewers will actually get a glimpse before the end of the first season of The Joker. Quote, we've said you're going to be waiting a bit longer for it, but this is America. Nobody wants to wait. That's what Heller tells TV Guide. So we will scratch the surface of that story. Yes, but just scratch it. A little tap on the door. You make me laugh, but only because I think you're kind of pathetic. <laughs> Stop that! <laughs> so you fell in a tank of acid, got your skin bleached, then decided to become a supervillain. What? You couldn't get work as a rodeo clown? <laughs> I, I, I don't think they'll do that version. Mm. That's actually the young bat from Batman Beyond facing the Joker. And if you want to find out how that is relevant to the world of the Joker and the new uh, Joker project, or actually the new uh, Batman project we've been talking about, Batman Beyond, just go right to our website and check out Podcast 396, and you can find out more. Now, I don't think they'll actually have the VAT thing. Uh, you know, that's how he becomes the Joker. Mm -hmm. And I, just about everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if they'll do that. And matter of fact, I'm not even that happy that they're even touching on him at all to be quite honest the reason where he says heller says you know uh we got to do it now basically because nobody wants to wait i don't think that's the case i think it's because they want to jack the ratings as much as they can hmm. i think the show's kind of weak yeah <laughs> and i think they're trying to you know spice it up a little bit now in the meantime the remainder of season one will turn its attention to somebody else on the show kimmy riddle me this riddle me Who's afraid of the big black bat? No more tricks, Edward. Very well then, let's get real. That's right, things have changed in the recent episode. Kimmy has not seen it. The focus is now going towards Edward Nigma, who will become the Riddler. <laughs> now, according to Bruno Heller, he stated that the penguin was born a sociopath and was always going down this path one way or another. But Edward Nigma is someone who becomes the villain, and we see the journey begin in the second half of the season. I will not spoil this for you or Kimmy. Just the recent episode, there is a change in Edward's life, and he's going down that dark path. Mm. It's now started. Okay. Now I he's gonna I think I think now I haven't exactly been in love with that show. Uh, there's elements I love. Robin Lloyd Taylor is what I like. Mm -hmm. I mean the he is to me the penguin, mm -hmm. and I I mean I'm digging him. Yeah. And but I think this dude that's playing the Riddler, or Edward right now, uh, is possibly going to give him a big uh, run for his money. Mm -hmm. Don't you? Yes. No, you're gonna have to check out that episode, Kimmy, I, and then we're gonna come back to you in the near future and say, okay, is Gotham getting better or worse in your opinion, or is it just the same? Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things I I wish that they would have is this. I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Batman. 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 
a song the good folks sing. Song the good folks sing. Batman, about a hero on the wing. Hero on the wing. Batman. I am Gotham's darkest night, the villain's darkest fright. Turn on the signal light for Batman. Batman. Good work, Cape Crusader. Once again, you've saved our fair city from those vile miscreants. They were no problem, Commissioner. For as we all know, criminals are a superstitious, cowardly lot. They plan and plot, but they always get caught. Their evil schemes all come to naught. A superstitious, cowardly lot. A superstitious, cowardly lot. They plan and plot, but they always get caught. Their evil schemes all come to naught. A See, I think the show would improve if Fox did that. Maybe if they took that, 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 that Glee concept and throw it in there with Gotham, you know, have the Penguin sing a few uh, bars every now and then and have, you know, the Joker sing, have, have young Bruce sing. I, well, I think that I'm, I'm thinking retooling here. What do mm-hmm. you think? Mm-hmm. I think? I think they'd have a you know, bigger audience, don't you? Now, according to comicbook.com, Film Divider has posted some new rumors regarding new characters that could be beaming aboard Justin Lin's Star Trek III, Kimmy. They claim that the villain role was written to be, and they have approached the actor, the new villain, possibly is... Say my name. Eisenberg. That's right, Brian Cranston. According to sources... Brian Cranston-like is what the villain has been described. So much so that Paramount Pictures went to Brian Cranston for the part. Supposedly, there is a deal that has been thrown on the table. There is discussions between Paramount Pictures and Brian Cranston to be playing the villain in the new Star Trek movie. Whoa. Now, they provide no information on how well or poorly those discussions have went, nor do they reveal who the villain is. Then they go on to claim that there will be three major, three, that is, three major new female characters. One will be the president of the United Federation of Planets. Another will be a Starfleet captain that is the female reflection of Kirk. They want an actress that can match Christopher Pine's energy and vitality. Lastly, they want to bring in a woman that left Leonard McCoy with only his bones. Got nowhere else to go. The ex-wife took the whole damn planet in the divorce. All I got left is my bones. Yes, the ex-wife they're going to bring into Star Trek 3. Mm. Paramount will release Star Trek 3 on July 8th, twenty. 16. Now, Kimmy, what do you think about what I just mentioned here with uh, Brian Cranston? I don't know. I mean, I like Brian Cranston. I love Brian Cranston, but my question is, is Brian Cranston doing damage to himself, doing the Super Bowl type spots and things like that, which constantly brings that Breaking Bad thing to light? I mean, no, I think that was okay. It was just a little... You don't think that uh, that's going to harm him as an actor to be a chameleon, to... No, it was just one little commercial, a little wink and nod to, you know. That's what Super Bowl commercials are. Oh, they're all wink and nods? Well, well, not all of them. Some were kind of, you know, depressing. Quite a bit depressing. And by the way, 
According to researchers, they claim that the next few years, you're going to see more depressing Super Bowl Ooh, ads. Oh, great. Yeah, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it sure does. Yoo-hoo. So you don't think that harmed him at all nope. doing that? So, Mm-mm. But, okay, the dude, uh, Eric Bana, who played uh, Nero in... Mm-hmm. Um, he was very good. Yeah, and he was a chameleon with that. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know cranston could be that when you're thinking about that i mean yeah, something maybe. totally that you won't even recognize you know he could play a klingon mm-hmm. or anything he uh since breaking bad he played in a movie that didn't draw a lot of attention and we saw a clip of it on a late oh. night show one time and i had to point out to you that that's who that yes. was he oh, yes he is yeah. i mean i know he is and i didn't want i mean i'm not trying to I, I just i don't know the name brian cranston might associate with walter white anymore and i don't know if that's what you really want you know mm-hmm. that, that's just that that's me throwing that out there i think know. he can do it uh, well i hope he's it then i hope he is the guy i look forward to that now you know they they talk about bringing in the ex-wife okay now i hope because you know they've kind of jumped around uh in this new star trek reboot uh the timeline is totally screwed up basically Mm -hmm. it's not the timeline that we know of from the original series but it is sort of it's got elements of it that is the same right there's a familiarity to it i'm hoping these creative individuals that are putting this movie together borrow from the old star trek series and make the ex-wife Somebody who was actually referred to in the series as a girlfriend at one time. Do you have any clue, Kimmy? Oh. What am I talking about? What do I hope that they make Star Trek Three a secondary villain be? The uh, blood vampire? You're very close, Kimmy. The salt vampire. Salt vampire. Captain's log, star date 1324.1. On planet M113, we encounter a killer from a lost world. Red modeling all over his face. What happened? What do you suppose happened, Captain? You beamed down a crewman who doesn't know better than to eat I've just lost a crewman, Mrs. Crater. I want to know what happened. And what kills a healthy man? I'll tell you something else. This man shouldn't be dead. I can't find anything wrong with him. According to all the tests, he should get up and just walk away from here. Can you recognize this thing when you see it? Professor, I'll forego charges up to this point. But this creature's aboard my ship, and I'll have it, or I'll have your skin, or both. Now, where is it? I'll kill to stay alone. You hear that, Kirk? Crater knows the creature. If we can take him alive. We don't want you here! Let's get him. Well, uh, he, he didn't want to go there with him now the original series if the episode's called man trap it's very important in the well all of them are important but it's important for one reason it was the very first episode of the original series that was actually aired by nbc they chose this one as the first one it was the fifth one put into the can but they chose this one and i find it interesting because this episode actually focuses on dr mccoy Mm -hmm. and you know, Kirk is there and Spock is there. And although it's a more uh, emotional Spock, too, by the way, that's in this episode, uh, it, it it focuses on DeForest Kelly, the older individual, more than the younger, you know, lead. Mm-hmm. And which I, I, I still to this day wonder why they chose that one. They claim it, it embodied, you know, what they were looking to present as Star Trek to be as opposed to some others. They thought the others were too heady. They were already in a the can. They thought it was more action based. I know that's 
there are reasons. I still wonder why. And, and if it was done today, if they would have done that. And a know. creepy salt vampires. Well, it's got a creepy score to it. It's got that reminiscence of the 50s kind of, you know, uh, forbidden planet feel to it in the music, the score. And that, that salt vampire is creepy. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is creepy. It holds up to the day. It, I love the HD version. Some people don't like that they've been touched, you know, the original series. But Nancy Crater, the salt vampire, is I, you know, I hope they make Nancy Crater the ex-wife. And by the way, it's really cool to check out to the original series because this is something to play in this movie too. Because Spock and the Salt Vampire go at it. It's killing the captain. Shoot it, Doctor, quickly! No! No! It's killing the captain. Shoot quick! I won't shoot Nancy. This is not Nancy. If she were Nancy, could she take this? Stop it! Stop it, Spock! Stop it! Is that Nancy, Doctor? No. Yeah. The salt vampire and Spock go at it, as you can hear. Now, can't you see Zachary Quinto doing that with whoever plays the the salt vampire? Mm -hmm. And can't you see Carl Urban there? You know? I mean, in love with the ex-wife, Nancy Crater, who's... Sucking salt out of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm voting. All oh, the toys that could come off this thing. I think you know, it doesn't have to be the primary uh, villain to it. Mm-hmm. It could be like a side thing going. You know, mm-hmm. there. I'm, I am really, I'm, hey, help me out. You know, contact them. Say, salt vampire. We want the salt vampire. Uh, really, we do. See, when you get me going on Star Trek, mm-hmm. I, I'm in heaven. And I dare my uh, friend in uh, Deland who likes to cosplay as everything on planet Earth. He's very talented. I want to see you in Jacksonville as a salt vampire. <laughs> I want to see you start gluing on those suckers on your hand. Can you imagine <laughs> making that costume? And, oh. Man, you would scare everybody on planet Earth wearing that thing. That I've I've never seen anybody, and we go to horror cons as well. I've never seen anybody wear the uh, salt vampire. Mm-mm. Besides the fact it'd be a very hot suit. It'd be creepy and it'd scare everybody to death. Thank you for listening to the Riley and Kimmy Show. Be sure to tell your friends about our episodes. You can find out more about us right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. It's the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. Find archived podcasts of the Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.